Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105.5 The King.com and The Boss Man Show at Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio. Listen to the Bossman Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. When the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or... Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. ID5 Charlotte, Coach Aaron Fern on the Boston Man Show, the 49ers out of Charlotte. They're doing big things over there, man. Coach Fern, good to talk to you, man. How you doing today? No, I'm pretty good. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Let me ask you, man, uh, how has it been, man, taking over this team as interim head coach this year, man? Well, how's that whirlwind been moving over one seat again, man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, look, it's obviously great to be back in the head coaching position, been in that position for a number of years, obviously professionally back in Australia. And um, yeah, it's been an interesting summer um, with that, with the whole thing going down, but um, you know, learned so much during the process, uh, the, the unity and the support that the players showed and the coaches and, and everybody involved in the whole in the whole thing was uh, inspiring. I've said that multiple times, and um, I think the number one thing you're always trying to achieve in coaching, right, is just to get your team to unify. And uh, you know the unity that they showed during that during the summer 
um, and that, you know, and the transition was, uh, was awesome. And, um, yeah, to date it's been, been excellent. So, um, just continuing to grow. Yes, indeed. And I watched some of the videos of you coaching your guys when they have you mic'd up post videos. Uh, I mean, you're intense. I can see the guys that respect you. They really respect your coaching and you know, and they know you have their back. So how about the interaction with the guys coaching them hard at the same time, them knowing that coach Fern has my back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you, you know, I guess the success that I've been able to have in my coaching career has been, you know, I, I genuinely feel the players know that I got their back, but I'm going to coach you hard and I'm going to hold you accountable every day and just, just try and push you that little bit more every day to be that little bit better and work that little bit harder and be a great teammate and really work on our culture every day. And, um, I do that, you know, and I and expect that from our staff and players and, and I'll, like I said, I'll get after you, but I love you too. And, um, I really care for you and I want you to have success. Uh, I don't want anyone here not to have success. And, you know, there's sometimes there's some tough love, but then some sometimes there's a, a great amount of fun and, and enjoy what we do. Cause at the end of the day, you got to love what you're doing and got to love coaching and you got to love practice. And I always tell the guys, you got to, you got to love the hard and you got to love the routine. And um, when you're in the, in the mist and the, in the grind of preseason, you know, that's hard to do, you know, you got to love the hard and you got to love the routine because the reward is obviously when we start playing. And um, as I said earlier, guys have been awesome. And coach, let me ask you for you. At what point in your life journey did you decide you want to get into coaching? Like, right, kind of what was that trigger for you to want to get into this business? Yeah, it probably started even when I was way back in New Zealand. You know, because I lived in New Zealand for a long time, and and I was coaching junior, you know, young young kids back then. And before I came to high school over here, and um, played high school and college basketball here, and then went back to Australia to play professionally and but was coaching at the same time. I don't know, just in the blood. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if it's in the blood, you know, like I don't have a, any family that are in that space, just coaches and high school coaches. And and that, that I've been around during my life, it just, it's a, an area that I really liked and, and just want to help. You know, I, I think you always want to give back to the game. The game's been so valuable for me and you want to give back and give, those that you are helping grow the, you know, the tools to max out their potential and, and be successful. And I've been fortunate enough to coach kids in high school that have gone on to play in the NBA in Australia, you know, Aaron Baines, Nate Jawai, you know, coach some guys in Australia that have gone on to play for our national team at Olympics and world cups. And, um, but then younger guys make state teams and national teams and, that's what it's about. Like, you know, giving them the opportunity to play at the elite level. And that's what brings me a lot of joy. Hey, Coach Fern, for you, as you build this program out and you, hopefully you stay there long term, what are you looking for in a young man? I know you off the court for us and tell us for his character. And what are you looking for in a, for the young man's character off the court in a player that you will love having in this program? Yeah, I mean, when I'm obviously out evaluating recruiting, I mean, this even happened with me, you know, recruiting imports to come and play um, for me in Australia. Like, 
characters number one you know like are you a winner do you care for your teammates how do you carry yourself with your body language i always tell our guys here how do you want to be seen there are going to be a lot of people that will sit in crowds here at home or here uh, or when we go on the road and they don't know you but they're going to see you and how do you act on the bench how do you act when you get subbed out you know how do you interact with teammates that stuff's really important to me. Um, ultimately more important than actually how skilled you are. I've coached lots of skilled, talented players that lack some lack some humility in that in that space of being a very good person and teammate. Um, how you are, how respectful you are to opposition fans that are giving it to you. And, you know, do you have some character with that part of the game? Because that's part of the game. Um that stuff's important. Obviously, you know, you obviously need to have some skill, but a lot of players that play in the NBA play professionally around the world that are extremely talented, but just don't have that space fulfilled in an, in an area in a way that needs to be at a really high level to um, be a great pro. And a lot of these college guys want to be pros. A lot of high school kids want to be pros. Well, the good pros, the great pros are great people for the most part. And um, that's why they have sustainable success. It's about sustainable success, not short-term success. A lot of players that come out and have one or two years of unbelievable success, but the great ones are just good people. You got that right, Coach. I, I concur wholeheartedly. And now for you guys, Charlotte, Coach, you all moved to a new conference, the American Conference. So Talk about moving to that conference and uh, how much film you've been watching on your future opponents in the American. I kind of kind of get a feel for them. It's your first time in that conference. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, there's obviously a number of Conference USA teams that are going with us up to the American. There are a couple of American teams that are departing to go to other conferences, and then you got you got you got the rest that are that are there. You know, Memphis, Wichita State, Temple, Tulsa, so on and so forth. So. We know we're going up a level, but I'll also say this, like FAU went to the final four. I mean, they're a top 10 team in the country. Like they're one of the teams we all got, we're all got to worry about in the league. You've got North Texas, UAB that were in the final of the NIT last year. Like there are three teams from our conference last year that were high level talent, great coaching, um, systematically very, very good, difficult to defend, you know, complex defenses that you've got to deal with. Um, but obviously in the American, you've got Tulane, Memphis, Tulsa, Temple, like South Florida, East East Carolina, like really good teams. You know, they'll be big. They'll be athletic. You know, you're just going up, up a level with size and a lot of new coaches in the league too. So there'll be a little bit of unknown about exactly how those type of teams will play too. So, um, you know, coach at Tulsa used to be in our league at, at La Tech. So, um, and we actually played Tulsa last year in a MTE. So, you know, there's a pretty good feel about how some teams will be. And, but just looking really forward to the, to the conference and, I've said this too multiple times. You know, fans are going to be really excited to have different programs coming into your into your home stadiums, and fans will be excited about that. Seeing Memphis and Tulane and Temple and so on and so forth, and 
um, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. I hear that. And, you know, now Magic is Coach Fern. Now, being going up a level, does that change how you schedule non-con games? Now you don't have to get bought as much. You can maybe do some buying yourself now and do yep. more to, do, do more home and home. So how was that? I know schedule is hard for you. It's the hardest thing for you guys, oh. too, but as I recruited. So how has that tackle changed since you moved up a level? Yeah, that's a good question. Scheduling has been the most challenging this off-season not just for us, for everybody. Um, just the whole NIL collective space, you know, like in the money that you need for that and support you need for that and the support you need to go buy games or, you know, so on and so forth. Like there's a science to those non-conference games. You know, you got to get it as right. Can't be too easy. Can't be too hard. You know, you need some real challenging games in there. You need some, you need some games where you can really go grow and and build and have some success, and then get challenged. And how you balance that out during the season is in the non-conference schedule is um, that's a science too. I don't know if there's a perfect science to it. I think everyone thinks they've got the formula, but with the transfer portal now too, and teams change so quickly. If you do have a home and home with a team, well, one team, the team might look like this, and the next year they may be a totally different team just because of the transfer portal. Like it's very, very difficult and challenging right now. But I mean, to your question, you know, we've got some tough opponents in there that are going to really, really challenge us, um, which we're really looking forward to. And I think that's what you want. Like, I, I you know, I want to go play against really good talent and really good coaching and, help us as a staff grow and help our players grow and then prepare you for conference play and ultimately for a postseason play when you get into, you know, conference tournament games and, and beyond that. So, um, yeah, getting the schedule right is, is, is tough and it's been a really tough summer. Um, like I said, for everybody involved. Yeah. I've been in with some of my coaching friends and heard them on those calls. I'm like, man, this is <laughs> Yeah. I don't envy you guys trying to schedule Been games because I, I feel like some games make sense, but I know why it can't make sense. But I'm yep. like, you should play this person, but I know why you don't want to do it. It's, but oh, yeah. it's just trying, like, just trying to find that right character, get it just right, and the right. net brains, all you different brains out there. We don't, we don't know how it's calculated, really. <laughs> oh, it's, it's wild. Crazy. It's been wild. I mean, up to – I mean, I, I would say that there would be over 100 teams in, in Division One that still don't have their schedules completed. Like, and we're middle of September. Like, it's been really, really challenging. Um, and I think it will get even more and more challenging. So, um, yeah, it's been tough. 100%. Now, Coach, for you uh... – over this summer, who are some guys you want to really highlight who really is, has, has, has improved and do workouts this summer mm. that, you, that we should look out for this season? Well, we'll get a player back that we missed. We missed a lot last year, Rob Braswell. Um, he had that thumb issue and and basically missed all of conference play. You know, his experience being a sixth guy, sixth year guy for us. Um, you know, it's just going to be awesome having him back. And his experience, obviously, Lakai Patterson last year, and the and the and the contributions that he gave our team, um, you know, be another 
another level of responsibility that will go up for him. Um, and obviously just going up a level on who we're playing. Um, so he'll, those two will be big keys, you know, Jackson Threadgrill's growth and him being a fourth year player for us. Um, you know, some of the transfers that we had coming in Deshaun Jackson from Washington state, um, super talented, you know, you know, next level talent. Um, and you know, he's going to be a big part of what we can or can't do. Um, Yaroslav coming in from USC um, via Russia, via the NBA Global Academy in Australia. You know, seven one, really skilled, can really stretch the floor. Um, you know, those two fives, him and Deshaun, are going to be really important holding down that five spot. You know, Dean Reba coming in from Rutgers and his experience at the Big Ten level. Um, you know, Igor Milicic Jr. spent the summer with the Polish national men's team that ended up winning their pre-Olympic tournament. Um, you know, they'll be in the Olympic um, pre-qualifying tournament next summer. You know, the experience that he would have got out just being with the professional men's team will be invaluable for him um, and will help our program grow from that experience that he had. So Isaiah Folks taking another year you know, taking another another step in his growth from last year's um, role that he played for us. And, um, yeah, I think we've got a lot of pieces. I think we're very, very deep. Um, we've got some younger guys that are going to really get an opportunity to, to show what they can do. Um, but I do say this, there is pressure to perform and there's a responsibility to perform. And that's okay, you know, and sometimes you're not going to, you're not gonna gonna have the success that you may want um, or get all the time, but dealing with those pressures and responsibilities are a really important thing too. And um, they're all gonna have it, as will I, as will the staff. So, um, you know, those are some pieces that are gonna be really important to us. I think we are very deep. I think we're gonna have guys are gonna have to play their roles really well um, on a consistent level. And if it's not your night, well, then other people have to step up. But, um, yeah, I think we've got some really good pieces. 100%. I think that's something that's so important is, like, guys playing to their role. I know when I played Coach Fern, I was a football player by trade. So I knew I had to be a 3 and D guy on the basketball court because my main trade was football. So I didn't didn't have time to get get a bag per se or work on my game. But I knew I could shoot. And defend, I could play. So, on the so knowing your role, having role definitions on the team, I think it's so important because I think some guys need to excel in their roles. They don't understand that until it's too late. You have to excel, whatever your role is, if you're a screener, if you're a passer, screener, whatever you are, excel in that role and be good in that role to help the team win. Yeah. And and as you know, roles get kind of established early. but they can change too. You know, those yes. roles can change as the season goes on and you your role may in, in, increase or it may decrease. Um, and that just comes down to performance. You know, it's okay. You know, or systematically we may have to change some things so your role does change. Um, but they'll be given opportunities and obviously they have an opportunity every single day here at practice and in the weight room and 
taking care of business off the floor. You know, that's part of being circles back to what we first said, right? Your character and um, bringing it every day and uh, doing that at a really high level and being as professional as you can and, um, and then going and performing. So um, your role definition and clarity is really important, but understand that those roles could change too. Well, that's one for your coach, this man. Um, you're not in the gym working hard, coaching your team in the office. How do you like, go about trying to get away from the court and decompress and find some time to get away from basketball and enjoy life? Yeah, it's a good question. That's a tough one. Um, you know, you know, our son is a walk-on for us. Our daughter plays at Bowling Green in the MAC. Um, my wife is a middle school girls head coach. I'm a head coach, so it's just basketball all the time. I guess my little, my little get away with it. You know, when you know, growing up in New Zealand, I was I lived on the farm and and um you know, just have those traits of being a worker on the farm, if you notice, you know what I'm saying. So my getaway is, you know, I I feel like I'm pretty handy, you know, like I can get out in the garden and, and take care of the garden and, and you know, where we live, that takes a bit of work to maintain that. And, um, but it's also a bit of a thinking space for me, you know, because I can just kind of get away with it and, put some headphones in and listen, listen to some podcasts or just simply just think about things. And, but it's not really getting away to, to the point that you're trying to make, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm basically not getting away from it. I don't think you do. I think when you get into the grind of the season, you're 24 seven, you're probably having dreams or nightmares about what you need to be doing better or, or so on and so forth. But, um, Getting just getting out, just getting outside is important to me, and and um, just trying to de decompress as much as you can that way, and then no, twenty four forty eight hours you're back on the court practicing or playing. So, um, coaches' worlds uh, in any sport is uh, is a crazy world, but um, that's what we love, and that's why we we soak it up and um, really enjoy that space. Because being in the media covering Atlanta Hawks the way I do, you know, so, so I'm going to say it sounds childish, but I will tell you the truth. <laughs> I, I get away by going to play video games with that, like the arcade and oh, yeah. the, batting, the batting cage and, you know, yeah. just the blow and bowling the blow off scene because that's a tough loss. I'm pretty ticked. If I didn't play, I'm ticked off. So <laughs> I got to right. off steam, some steam and bowling or the arcade yeah. or the batting cage because that's how I kind of. Get, get out of my system. I can move, move for forward and do my job. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be a little bit like you. Know, like, I'll play golf from time to time, you know. Like, it's quiet. It's, you know, like you said, you're getting in the batting cage trying to smack the cover off that ball. You know, you're out there playing golf trying to do the same thing. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the, the, the emotions of sport can be oof, elation to – absolute gut-wrenching you know and I've been part of both and um but I that's what I love about it you know I, I love that challenge of the, the the ultimate challenge for me is just to get a, a bunch of men when I was a pro or a bunch of college you know young men and getting them to unify and 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 just take on a challenge as one unit you know, and, and you challenge, you know, you're obviously with the, with the Hawks a lot in the NBA and that's ultimately the same thing, right? Like 
coach there is trying to get that group of guys to all go in the same direction and um, and play for one another and play their roles and sacrifice for each other. And if you can accomplish that, and you know, and Giannis, you know, we've all seen Giannis's thing about when he got questioned about not winning championship and you know, did Michael Jordan fail every time he didn't win a championship? You can still have success. You can still grow and and totally max out your potential and and you are fulfilled if you do that, even though you may not win the championship. And winning a championship is really hard to do. But, you know, competing together as one unit, I think that's what we all want to do. And um, if we do that, then that's success to me. Yeah, Coach Fred, I'm going to tell you, like, been around the Hawks, covering the Hawks' eyes last 12 years, 14, 12, 13 years, man. It keeps me around the game because, you know, my, my career in the early because I wasn't good enough, right? But getting to be around, I still feel that those juices flow in me. I live it through them. And, you know, so for me, instead of getting to be around it, I enjoy yep. it because that's 100%. how I get my fix of that competition still. 100%. Yeah, totally agree with you. And, Coach, I'll tell you what, man, it was fun to talk to you today, man. I pray to God you keep this job, man. I'm I'm cheering for you, it. man, and I'll be in your corner, and I hope to see you. I come Charlotte Doc, to get your number offline here, and uh, we'll stay in contact, Coach. I look forward to it, man. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out and um, appreciate you just covering the game. You've know, got, got to have the media supporting and, and promoting and um, all the best to your uh, Atlanta Hawks, but not as much success as our, our Charlotte Hornets, all right? <laughs> I got you, Coach. Thanks so much, buddy. <laughs> no problem, mate. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055-The-King. Check the king out at 105-The-King.com and the Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host JR Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.